Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. We've been talking for 13 years with this show, with Voice America and World Talk Radio and our syndication about how important water is to all of us. It isn't just W-A-T-E-R, the water. It's the water that is so important to your life and this planet Earth to live with the solar system the way it does. To provide the atmosphere of water vapor to live with you. Now, do we dare quit reminding you that inside of the womb of that water bag that you're being nurtured in to be born is a miracle? It's water. And that water nourishes that baby to be a percentage of water per organ to come to earth and live with the water vapor, the atmosphere that keeps you alive. And then from there on, <clears throat> the choices of, of your lifestyle around you. When that baby is born, I'm reminding you to never forget. <clears throat> you start an evaporation process like putting a sponge in a glass of water, pulling it out after it's been soaking for a couple of days, and it begins to evaporate to dryness, life to the weaknesses of the sponge in between are going to be, how long would it take? Nobody would know if you just let it do it on its own. Each person that is baby that is born comes out to that water vapor of the atmosphere like a battery. We charge with it. I can't overemphasize your thinking there. And each parent has to learn with each baby what is necessary as an individual baby and learn what it needs to be nourished and taking care of it, and let it grow. There are no two eyes alike, no two skins alike, no two fingerprints alike. Every baby is different. It's unique. You need to drink a lot of water, plain water, not added ingredients, plain water a day. And I'm going to remind everybody, if you're taking a vitamin supplement or a medication, be sure you're drinking a whole glass of water with it to be able to let it absorb into the body and do what it needs to do. You're learning about immunity way back in time. We all were learning way back Your immune strength is to protect you from the problems of the air and maybe colds and viruses and 
contaminations, and more. You're learning immune strength of the body per person. You're learning about the organ of the eye and its immune strength is that 99% water at the surface of the eye is your immune strength that nature gave you. Water has to be supplemented. Today we're going to be teaching you about your oral cavity, the mouth, and the saliva with a very exciting scientist that I, we have been waiting for four months to introduce you to until he could do it. His name is Dr. David Wong. And Dr. Wong is a Felix, is Felix and Mildred Yeep Distinguished Professor, Associate Dean of Research and Director of Oral Head and Neck Oncology Research Center at UCLA. He's a past president of the American Dental Association, and we'll get him to teach us more about all the unbelievable things he's achieved. But today, we're going to get him, excuse my voice today, he's going to be teaching us what does saliva do for the health, why and how can saliva be the value for early, for you. He's going to teach us the detection of life-threatening diseases. What is saliva diagnosis? Saliva diagnosis in COVID-19 pandemic. That's why I waited all these months to bring on. He was highly recommended by Dr. Ken Chung to me up in Portland, Oregon, to probably be one of the best to teach you about your saliva and your oral cavity. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist for the Immune Strength of the Organ of the Eye, a technology that was put on the market many years ago by Biologic Aqua Research. It's just a mist, 100% water, pH-balanced acid mantle protection for immunity strength of the eye. It's important to you to learn to understand to use it. It is so important. With just a simple mist for all ages and walks of life. We'll listen to the sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Dr. David Wong. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. 
When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Good morning, Dr. Wong. Are you with us? I am with you, Sharon. How are you? Well, I am fine. Did you know I, I called you the first time four months ago? <laughs> Okay. And good, I was, good. So, I was yeah. so excited to get you on because Dr. Ken Chung up in Portland, Oregon said there would be nobody better out there anywhere to be better to educate us about the oral cavity of the mouth and you've been in research for a long time. The timing I'm honored is and so, I'm, yeah. yeah. The timing is so unusual. And, but before we go into anything today, what I do with our guests, mm-hmm. I told them a little bit about you only, but I want you to tell us where did you grow up? We do this with everybody. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> how did you decide to get into dental oral cavity research? But, and and what's the commi- what is your um, commitment to that? But tell us about where you grew up and what you sure. decided to do. Okay. All right. So, so Sharon, uh, thank you for having me here. I've been really looking forward to this, and and uh, I wish the audience and you well and uh, being best of health and uh, uh, in good spirits. So, so I was born and raised in Asia, and uh, I finished my schooling, and my family moved to Vancouver, British Columbia uh, in the mid-70s. Um, I uh, attended college and the dental school there. And after dental school, I went for my graduate training in Boston, uh, where I did my uh, graduate training in cancer research and, and a residency in pathology at Harvard University. I started my career there until about uh, 18 years ago when I moved to University of California, Los Angeles. And, and throughout this, this journey, if you, if, if, if you will, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a process that sort of defined my career from a clinical, perhaps, to one that's engaged primarily in, in, in research. And, 
And my focus has always been in cancer research, particularly in, in head and neck cancer, in oral cancer. And in the past 18 years since I moved to, to UCLA has been the, the engagement of an adjacent field of molecular diagnostic, particularly the, the inclusion or the utilization of a body fluid, saliva, for, for molecular, you know, diagnostics. Yeah, so, so that's sort of where we are, uh, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you decided that was your commitment. Um, <clears throat> well, I admire well, you for what, and the timing of your education here and what you've been doing in research because of the COVID-19. And mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I've been interviewing before we would have the show today uh, many doctors in the professional <clears throat> of dentistry, and I asked them mm-hmm. how much they, what they do to educate their patients through the years, uh, a, a little bit about the health of the oral cavity of the mouth and the saliva mm-hmm. and all that. And they mm-hmm. said they mm-hmm. really don't take enough time to do it. So mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're not alone. Other doctors from other walks of life uh, other specialties, same thing. They, when they get into the patient's room, they're busy and and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. they forget, and they're taking for granted that we all know. I don't. <clears throat> I really don't want them to take for granted in, in any medical field. Give mm-hmm. your patient five minutes to give them a quick overview, even though it might be boring to the patient. Educate them mm-hmm. as if. They don't know some common sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Common mm-hmm. sense, right? But today we're going to teach them about saliva. And I'll tell you what I did <clears throat> with mm-hmm. what I've been doing. I just even went into the word spit. Because <laughs> okay. I know okay. there's a lot of sure. people out there, and especially men of backgrounds. Saliva? Uh-huh. What's saliva got to do mm-hmm. with any of this? No, I'm going to call it spit for them and different ones. And um, teach us about what you've been learning about the mouth of our lives, our oral cavity, I call it. Um, what have you yes. been learning? So, you know, the, 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 the oral cavity, as, as, as Sharon, you described, is, is part of our, our body, body. And, um, you know, it... It's, it's, it communicates with the exogenous environment, you know, which, which is in part constituting the, 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 the communication, if you will, or, 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 or the interaction with, with, the, with, 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 the, with the outside world. Now, embedded within it, the oral cavity certainly carries out you know, very important function, mastication to speech, are you know and and, uh, and 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 very important bodily function uh, uh, that we we, we carried out on, on a daily if if not you know hourly you know basis if you if you will and and encompassed within this this anatomical organ if, if you will is 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 the production of of a bodily fluid saliva that that sort of circumfront the oral cavity, there are three major pairs of, of salivary gland. The parotid gland that are on the side of our cheek where 
you know, many of us get mumps when we were, you know, in the younger younger age, and two pairs that lies be beneath our tongue, and and collectively, you 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 may be surprised to know that these three pairs of salivary gland on a daily basis produce about two soda cans of worth, if you will, six hundred milliliter of uh, of saliva on a daily basis. Oh my! No, here. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it it is, it is, and and here comes the point that perhaps Sharon did touch on before is, is that we 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 don't necessarily think about it, nor do we talk about it over dinner with our family, but but on a daily basis there are these 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 sort of sort of six hundred milliliter worth of of saliva that produced constantly into our our our, our mouth, our oral cavity, that carries out these very important physiological function. It assists in the digestion of our food intake. It facilitates our capability to speak. There are people that that don't produce enough saliva on a daily basis. Um, You know, I think we'll talk about later as well. There are these people with autoimmune diseases known as children. They don't produce saliva. Or people with radiation to to the head and neck area where the salary gland are damaged. So they don't produce mm-hmm. saliva and they, they have such a compromise, you know, quality of life that they can't talk properly. They cannot even have a, a sandwich with us for lunch. So, so the point I'm trying to, to, to make here in part, Sharon, is we take it for granted about the existence of saliva is there, and and we we don't we, we don't we don't we don't think about this, or we don't we don't sort of appreciate until we encounter these these adversity in in, in life, you know, so to speak, and and so yeah, out there. So on a daily basis, we produce a voluminous amount of, of saliva for all the right reason, because without it. We will have very compromised, you know, quality of life in terms of speech, in terms of mastication, and mm-hmm. and in terms of physiological, you know, digestion of food that that goes down to our our, our, our GI and tract. What doesn't that help? Isn't that what when the baby is born, all of a sudden there's a tone that each person picks mm. up, and we often can walk into a room, not see the person, but recognize their tone of voice. It, it, is the saliva what is the influence on that per person? Isn't that interesting? I'm 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 I'm, is, is, I'm not exactly aware of that, but but a neonatologist, Joe Myron at Tufts Medical Center, which is doing phenomenal work in saliva of, of infants and, and, and neonates, uh, would, would 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 very much love, love to hear this. I mean, she knows about it, so I'll. Okay. I'll, I'll check in with with Dr. Myron, but 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 thank you for okay. sharing. That would be very Where very. Where I'm intriguing. coming from is those nerve endings <laughs> in the tongue, and um, mm. they're they're it's what they're needing to do for the nature sure. of that cavity. Mm. Now, what mm-hmm. you've been learning is so important in your research all these years. Uh, who would have ever known that this education would be so important to this pandemic, people would not have thought about it. Now we're wanting to education. And you know what Indeed. I learned, Dr. Wong? 
is to respect all walks of life mm-hmm. with education. Mm-hmm. Don't take mm-hmm. it for granted. They should understand it without educate, being educated. And that's why it was so mm-hmm. important that you're on today. Now, the oral cavity of the tongue and the mouth mm-hmm. and the saliva and the immune system of the cavity of the, uh, of the mouth with mm-hmm. the saliva, mm-hmm. you're, you're saying, too, the influence per person is unbelievable. Un- un- well, we could almost say we have never been educated. Do you believe that? We haven't been. The, the people out there haven't been educated. Well, I, yeah, I, I think I think they think you know that that you know I I, I echo that that thought of, of yours. Um, perhaps you know, and and a way to look at it is is that you know the perhaps the the, the underlying reason why it hasn't reached uh, you, you know you know you know you know. Uh, center stage or, or, or you know prime time for 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 people to 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 appreciate the the value or learn about it um i think in part is is that uh you know um you know saliva as you as you as you know that this is has a has has a level of social psychological and behavioral uh, <laughs> negativity if you will i think it's it's, it's sort of a society kind of you know, overlay that you know, there people call it sort of the Vani danger field of, uh, of, of of biofluids sort of is is not being respected. Now that being said, Sharon, that being said, the the the, the National Institute of Health, the, the NIH, sixteen years ago, invested into the scientific community, and and basically you know posed a question to say you know scientifically credentialed saliva for clinical applications. It is a non-invasive, you know, you know, a, a material that are produced by our body that, that could be utilized for, for early disease detection. And, uh-huh. and so explore that and scientific credential that. So, so the point I'm trying to make here, your point is well taken. These social, psychological, and behavioral negativity has always been there. They're not scientific in nature. And I submit to, to you and, and, and the audience that, that when, when, when the science credential, you know, saliva, which we are seeing as we speak, that the, the, the feature, uh, you know, of, of saliva would, would, be, would, be, would be very different, number one, and secondly, would be in clinical practice. And we are seeing that now, Sharon, because this un- unfortunate you know, you know, pandemic that's, that's in front of us now, that the entire country and, and the world is seeking for, for ability to detect infections, you know, in, in, in the earliest and in the most non-invasive ways. And, and we were told that these initiatives to really push this frontier, Sharon, for for, for early detection of SARS-CoV-2 infection, half of the research, Sharon, were done in saliva. That oh, wow. that 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 imp- not mm-hmm. only impressed me, but it's sort of like you know this 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 sort of this this pandemic really advances the mm-hmm. the clinical utility and usefulness of this biofluid, the science, and embeds it 
that has that's this value for for informing you know you know anyone in, in, in any part of the world you know across any border who's infected and who's not infected. So 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 I think that that landscape is changing and and perhaps in in years to come that we'll be looking at saliva with a very different set of of lenses and uh, uh, and I think my 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 sort of my my hope and 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 commitment is to scientifically credential it and advance it for clinical utility such as what we're seeing in front of us at, at this very moment. Were, Sharon. I bet you were kind of frustrated through the years because you kept saying, I'm trying to show you, I'm trying to show you something. It's a, it's a, new, um, mm-hmm. a new thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you were through the years thinking, how do I teach them about the clues of maybe mm-hmm. detecting, and you can correct me, Looking for cures, looking for detection and diagnosis I, uh, through mm-hmm. that. I, am I mm-hmm. wrong? I bet through the years you were kind of like, come on, I want to get your attention. <laughs> you know, Sharon, you're, you're, you're so insightful that, um, you know, perhaps we, you know, if, if, if we could cross path a little earlier, you could be, you could be one, one, one of my advocates. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. It has been, it, the pushback has been has been have been significant, and 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 and, and largely it's, it's rightfully so as well because the science that that foundation this just wasn't there, and 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 perhaps the way I look at it is we have the the opportunity and the privilege to scientifically credential it, and for me to mm-hmm. sort of see that in the past six six months, this pandemic has brought forth this 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 biofluid. Oh. Saliva for 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 early detection of SARS-CoV-2. I it's, it's beyond words. You, you know, you know, right. Sharon, it's just beyond words. So so yeah. So I think I think uh, you know, does it take a pandemic to really bring this saliva to to the front line and and be right. respectful? Isn't uh, that the way? <laughs> Well, you know, and Dr. Wong, it's kind of like that way about going on right now too about the organ of the eye. Is the organ of the eye. Mm. Uh, they tried through the years to study, mm-hmm. to get people educated about what mm-hmm. dry eye disease is immunity strength becoming weak in the organ of the eye, yes. and it's 99% yes. water. Ta-da. Well, um, mm. people weren't picking up on, and now that they're mm. learning more about the saliva, uh, mm-hmm. doing uh, as a carrier to what could come second and then mm-hmm. touching the organ of the eye because the skin of the eye is not covered up all day. That organ can be exposed. Yes. And if it has yes. immunity weakness, you could be susceptible. So but that Indeed. wouldn't be just for the pandemic. I'm, I'm looking at it. <clears throat> Sure. And you can correct me as a future of more to come with other diseases, other diagnoses. Indeed. With the mouth. Indeed. Well said. Well said. Well okay. said. Okay. Well said. Yeah. And like you said, too, it's too bad we had to get into something this serious of, of um, what is happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, worldwide 
to be able to start mm-hmm. now the, the research to be that you're doing all these years to be taken very serious about the common cold, the, the flu. Well, the flu Indeed. itself was taking, what, 70,000 people a year? That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And probably elder, elderly people that were very um, susceptible. Very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Well said, Jen. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. probably teaching us that the aging of the person can get drier and drier in the mouth as much as it can the mm-hmm. organ of the eye and the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so what can they do? Now, the other thing we're going to do uh, <clears throat> is I would hope you could teach us what can a person do to get to keep the healthy oral cavity of the mouth and the side? What can they do to keep it healthy uh, in the mouth? So, you know, looking at the oral cavity per se, there are things that one could do, certainly, from a, from a oral health perspective that could keep your dentition, your teeth, and your, you know, your, your sort of organs in the mouth, you know, healthy. Um, so this is what your hygienist and dentist tell you to do, you know, the brush and, and flaws and, 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 and mouthwash and mouth sort of thing. But perhaps a higher order, Sharon, is, is that the, the, the mouth is, is part of the, the, the overall health. So the, the systemic and oral connections the systemic health, your well-being, your metabolic status, your 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 physical status, and it's it all factor into into, uh-huh. into your oral health. And so uh-huh. there there's there's there, there, I think the, the 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 mouth is a reflection of 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 your of uh, of your systemic health, and, and vice versa. It's it's in, it's very important to be cognizant of and and and, and remember it as well, because you could have the best of teeth. But if the rest of your body is sort of, you know, weighing on 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 a, on a, on, a, on a side line, that doesn't help, and then vice versa as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a moment for a break only. We only do this once during the show, and we're going to come back. Absolutely. And then maybe you can uh, educate everyone about the saliva, COVID nineteen, and the hygiene of the oral cavity and the mouth. Um, we're Looking hearing a lot about hygiene with our hands, and, and we've been teaching about the face, keep it clean, the toxin. But what is the um, secrets that people don't dare miss from now on for the hygiene of the, of the mouth? Don't go anywhere. Wonderful. We're doing a good job. We'll be right back. Certainly. Looking forward. We'll, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears. I missed but just a mist. Nature's Tears is pH-balanced tissue culture grade of water to be able to mist the organ of the eye to give it that immunity strength that it requires. Um, you can use it with late, all the refractive eye surgeries. You can use it with your eye drops and more during the day. But it does give you what you need for immunity strength to keep that 99% water with some immune strength so it doesn't over-evaporate to cause extreme dry eye. 
We'll listen to the sponsor, and we'll be back with Dr. David Wong. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Wong, could you also educate the audience why the diagnosis of viruses and especially lately, how we're learning with the COVID-19 test, why the saliva is so important in the mouth. So, you know, um, Sharon, this is um, the, when the pandemic struck in March of this year, um, its testing uh, became a, a paramount uh, importance in terms of of assessing if someone's infected or reinfected. And, and then it, we also learned that it is important to, to assess if someone has developed immunity to the pathogen, meaning the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So, so the, the, when, when the pandemic uh, you know, hit us in, in mid-March, um, it is clear to us as an academic lab at, at, U, at UCLA, we, we knew what saliva can, can quote-unquote deliver. It can detect RNA from any organism or species. It can detect protein. And, and what the scientific community and, and the clinical community truly have explored is that they, 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 they look into whether saliva could harness these viral, you know, you know, information. We know that the the most common test for detecting whether someone is infected is this nasal pharyngeal swab. You take a cotton swab and stick it inside your your nostril and and basically touch the the the, the nasal septum, and you could detect viral RNA. 
what is what is also known for quite some time, and we actually did this 14 years ago, is that you can you can find this RNA information in saliva. So, so while we as an academic lab did not explore it because we it's something we know it happened, the industry certainly did, and it was it was wonderfully explored, and we see that there were tests that came from Rutgers University and also Yale University that actually has demonstrated that the use of saliva to detect the virus, the pathogens, has has greater clinical performance, utility, than nasopharyngeal mm-hmm. swab. So, mm-hmm. so the virus, is, is, as you and I know, this, that uh, the portal entry is really through, you know, mucosal services, through the nasal, you know, epithelium, and also the oral cavity, and, and, and the eye as well. That's, that's why face masking and, and having shielding is, is such an important deterrent, if you will, from, uh, from, from spreading the, the pathogen. So, so, so the virus do enter, you know, our, our, our mouth, and, and there, are, there are cells that lines our mouth that have receptors for the virus that they can enter, they can enter and propagate. And there lies the, the detection in the oral cavity, uh, in, in, in saliva. You really constitute one of the first line of, 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 of detection. Now, that being said, there's something that we realized that most people did not. So you can look for viral infection. You can look for the viral, you know, virus itself. You can look for the viral RNA doing what most people do. But immunity by by someone infected currently, Sharon, is only detectable using blood, okay? So, and that's, that's all good. You know, there were a number of, 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 of industry that you, you and I know of that come up with, with tests. Some are good and some are not so good. That's, right. that's just in out there. Yeah, so, so 11 years ago, Sharon, we, we together with Dr. Gil Oman at University of Michigan did a, a project, and that project is to compare the proteins that are in saliva and the proteins that are in blood. And in that paper that we published 11 years ago, amongst many things that are very, very intriguing, one thing stood out in our mind, and that is the antibodies, Sharon, that is in blood. Mm-hmm. It's very, very linear, meaning if you find an antibody to IgA, in blood, you will find it in the body in saliva. Now, that mm-hmm. to us was just wow. very mm-hmm. surprising, intriguing. Wow. But the, the, the theoretical I value bet, was I bet largely... I when you found that out. I, excuse me, doctor. I bet when you yeah, found that out, yeah. your, your knees were yeah. shaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It, exactly. Here? <laughs> I, I know. I know, Sharon. It's just like, okay, you can find RNA. You can find protein. Good. Oh. We, we knew that 14 years ago, and Let's you do it great. Going. Okay, yell it. Okay. But, but, but Sharon, this, this antibody, yes, you can, you can, you can have blood. But, but yeah. as it turns out, we also have a technology that can measure these antibodies quantitatively in saliva. So make a long story short, you can see where this is coming to. We just came up with this test that could evaluate anybody's immunity status in their saliva that is quantitative that that actually was, oh, wow. was, 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 wow. yeah, was recently awarded one of these rapid accelerated diagnostic initiatives from NIH. We're very privileged. We're very honored. Oh. And this test, this mm-hmm. test is going to be in emergency use authorization in the next 
two weeks, and we hope that it could be launched and really help people for testing, for evaluating. And the long-term goal is, is Sharon, is in about three months that a drop of saliva could be used to concurrently, simultaneously evaluate if someone's infected with the viral RNA or antigen, as well as host immunity, all in one, in one drop of saliva, non-invasively, wow. and could be wow. done at a point of care population level. And simple for uh, all ages, and all all ages walks of all life. ages. All, you know all, that was all, where all I was trying with people. Um, they were so impatient about the testing. Oh, you're not having enough testing, and all I could think about is. Well, they have to figure out a test that'll be mm-hmm. correct. And mm-hmm. until they do, that strain is mm-hmm. on its own because there's so many different strains. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's something else. I couldn't, am I wrong? Is that something else you can learn about what those strains are all about uh, with that saliva Indeed. test now? We're able to Indeed. understand those be, strains yeah. better. Indeed, we can all differentiate. All the coronaviruses are detectable in saliva and, and using this capability that I just described right. to you about. And, right. and, and we can do it non-invasively all in one drop, literally one drop of saliva, uh, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, how exciting. That is exciting. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, well then, you know, that's why it's so important now that they learn about also another um, uh, something from you. The hygiene of the mouth when they're brushing mm-hmm. their teeth, the adequate way to brush um, and uh, check out their saliva. Uh, what kind of a dry mm-hmm. mouth do they have? In other words, I mean by mm-hmm. that, what do they have a, a dry mouth or where they don't have as much or they have a lot of saliva. What does a person do to maybe choose the right toothpaste, the right mouthwash, because they're really into the harsher, the better, but wouldn't that cause a dry, a drier mouth? So the data on that perhaps is, is, is there, but I, I, uh, you know, as I as I go through training in in my in my dental school, you know the the the, the brushing, the type of toothbrush, the type of toothpaste, you know, perhaps is is clearly is important. But perhaps of greater importance is is the is the diligence, is the regularity, and okay. and perhaps is the is is the method of of brushing and and, and flossing. So. So those are now you know, something you did. Very, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt again, but something you didn't mention is the per- yeah. shouldn't the person be learning how to brush their tongue? In, indeed, indeed, indeed. You're, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And, and why uh, would you want um, them to learn to brush the tongue when they're brushing their teeth? Why would you want them to learn um, to do that? Can you be educated now? I, I think the microflora. That's that's sort of the. The, the microorganism that which which is close to a, a thousand species that are co-inhabiting mm-hmm. in, that, in our oral cavity, you know, many of them resides on the on on the surfaces of the tongue, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it's very much reflective of our our physiology and our state of health, 
and mm-hmm. and, and perhaps that that turnover, if you if you will, um, that uh, in in Oham. So so I, I may not be speaking exactly in in, in the right terms, but 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 that has been that's advocated and and and, and practiced. Um, you know, so maybe you can tell us tell us about what your thoughts are about tongue brushing, uh, Sharon. That perhaps uh, that that we can all learn from you. Well, I can't do that. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I'm cu- I was I've been curious at um, yeah. uh, the behavior of it uh, because now we're learning the um, mm-hmm. importance of the cavity of the mouth that we never really knew and took it for granted. And then the other one is drinking enough plain water. What is your thinking there? Drinking enough rainwater. Okay. No, plain plain water. No, 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 plain water. Oh, Oh, plain water. Without anything in it, plain, without anything in it, just 100% water. Well, how important is that to the uh, dry mouth and to the ca- well, not to get so dry of a mouth? Well, obviously, to to dry mouth or, or individual with serostomia, the, the sort of rehydration is, is is key. And and um, you know, I I was I was brought up, you know, as you know, drinking plain water and and. Uh, and the, um, until I become an ad, you know adolescent and spoil myself of 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 of, 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 of soda amounts of other things, so um, I, I I I I am an, an advocate for it, you know, for that in terms of of plain water rehydration uh, is 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 key to our 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 cellular and and and, and organ function within within our body, and um, you know. Um, saliva is a reflection of that, so so okay. so I think the the, the ability to uh, to rehydrate through plain water is a, is a tremendous idea. Practice. Okay, now and for the for the fact that it keeps a healthier mouth, do you think? Am I right or wrong? Oh, I I I think this 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 is no question that that will be an important factor in addition to. To you know the 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 the, the, the diet, the the flossing and, and the brushing, um, uh, as well as systemic health. Absolutely. Yeah. And sir. then now Absolutely. you just brought up the diet. Have you done any research on an individual diet of the individual? Um, that uh, what is there? We're talking about the education of immune now, uh, the strength of immune mm-hmm. systems. Um, Mm-hmm. What did you learn is for a healthier saliva for the uh, particular diets? Did you learn anything, or is that part of your research? That is not part of my research, but it's a very active facet of of microbiome and and, and oral health research. I just uh, um, I, I I can't comment on it, but it's it's a very important a dietary contribution to to oral health is is. You know, it's it's, it's fundamental. You know, cavities, for example, is is always a a Venn diagram that there's sort of interface between the the bacteria, the host, the health of the host, and also the diet. And uh, because mm-hmm. that's that's that feeds into to 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 that important uh, picture in very very important ways. So, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't have too much more time left. 
on the education of the saliva and the pandemic mm-hmm. and the face mask, what did you notice when this whole thing began? And <clears throat> at first they said, don't wear the face mask because they were worried, mm-hmm. I know, to be fair, about there being mm-hmm. enough. And um, mm-hmm. what have you been learning about trying to get people convinced why are they wearing a face mask? So, you know, I think upon knowing the, the portal entry, if you will, of the pathogen into, into our, 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 our body through the, the nasal, you know, the thelium, the, the, the eyes and, and the oral cavity, uh, it's, you know, it, it just behooves you to, 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 to challenge that question. And, and perhaps it's now a reflection of, of the practice, uh, well, so to speak. Um, the, 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 the one other thing that, Sharon, I really want to leave this thought before we sign up today is the, the, the oral cavity is, is a portal entry to the pathogen. The cells that line the oral cavity have receptor to the virus. And, and as a response, our body produces a kind of antibody in the mouth that doesn't, that doesn't present itself in the blood. That's in the oral cavity. Those are called IgA antibody. It's a secretory IgA. My point here is that in the mouth, there is a specific production of a, a tool, if you will, a protection, if you will, that's exclusive to, to our oral cavity and, 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 and likely is designed specifically to, to ward off the pathogen as it enters our body. When, when you keep that in, in, in mind, you just, you just, you just, uh, it, it really forms an imagery how important it is to, to guard that portal entry to minimize the, 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 the entry nor, nor the spread you know, in, in, in a bi-directional way. And our body has a built-in you know, defense mechanism, if you will, in the oral cavity before the virus gets any further into our body. And, and that's, that's the direction we're working on. We hope to have that data emerging uh-huh. soon. But Sharon, it's such a privilege to be on the show with you. Thank you for having me here. And it's wonderful to share all this information with your audience. And uh, thank you for all the good work that you do, Sharon. Well, thank you so much for taking your time and coming on. And we're going to be excited in the future to have you back on in time when you think you've got some more to educate because I think that oral cavity really needs to be reminded every once in a while what you've been learning. Thank you for coming on. And I wish you well. Looking forward. And be safe and... um, God bless. Thank Likewise. you. Thank you. Be well. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. everyone. Thank Bye-bye. you very much. Thanks, Sharon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, audience, today we had a very exciting education, and I think you've learned what we've been trying to teach on our, our shows, on our blogs about the saliva. I call it the spit. And everybody out there, I know it's annoying, it's, it's unusual to have to wear a mask, and it's uncomfortable sometimes, and it's not so flattering to people many times, but you heard the Dr. Wong talk about how much 
saliva comes out of your mouth a day. You heard that at the beginning of the show. It was a lot. And the thing is, is that saliva now that they've learned how to test it is going to teach us more about the future of diagnosis of more to come, not just this pandemic. There's more. So with what we're going to be taught today, we found ourselves that that oral cavity and that new test that they're finding out that is so exciting, now they can really learn how they can do the accurate tests. Be patient. Don't get, don't get impatient about what they're trying to do with that test. And I've had a lot of people I've watched say, oh, we're not getting enough testing. We're not getting enough testing. They needed to learn about some of these diagnoses. And it's like Dr. Wong said today, sadly, the pandemic brought on a lot of new research. And I complimented him how exciting it was, it is, for him and his research to finally, finally, finally prove the oral cavity of the saliva is a clue to other diagnoses. Always has been. It t- sometimes we have to get down to our knees before we start thinking about what can be. And we have to learn in our minds and our thinking, don't be so quick to judge because life is at stake living on this planet with the rest of the solar system. It's, it's not as easy as we've all said in the past. This taught us a lot. This brought us to our knees. People are getting faith that probably thought they'd lost it. So be patient. There's new things coming. Any ideas you might have? Explore them to take good care of your health and your family. We've been teaching keep your hands clean, wear your mask, protect your eye, and eat the proper diet for immune strength. There's so much to do. Now, at the end of every show, I always say, put a child's heart in your hand, and there's no such thing as an imperfect child. To me, they're all perfect, and they're going to be teaching us a lot themselves. There's so much to learn from them. We want to wish you well, and thank you for listening, and Dr. David Wong today. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.